Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 64 of The Wise Guys. We're back. Another week, another episode. He didn't get an episode last week, but we are back this week. No sweat. We got a lot to get into, though. How you feeling tonight, bro? I'm feeling great, man. One thing I will say is how about them Cowboys? We'll get into that. Not oh, so yeah. much the Steelers. I don't know what happened to us, man. It really makes Rough me week. sad. Uh, but we didn't lose, so, I mean, technically it's victory Monday. I don't know. Yeah, no Ben, I mean, but we'll get into all that. Um, first things first, we obviously got to give you all the birthdays. We have today Randy Savage, man. He was a wrestler for a very long time. A lot of people in our generation know who he was growing up. Maybe not the new generation, I don't know. But... He would have turned 58 years old today. Rest in peace, Randy Savage, man. How do you feel about that one? Definitely. Rest in peace, Randy Savage. Um, I didn't, I can't lie, he didn't grow up with my generation more so yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Like, I, we were obviously into The Rock, John Cena, all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I understand enough that he was a legend. Yeah, man. He was, he was definitely, definitely one of the legends in uh, wrestling. But, um, and he was in the original Spider-Man movie. His, uh, I think his name was like Bone Saw or Bone Crusher or something. I don't know. That was pretty funny uh, that he was in that movie. But uh, also, rest in peace as well. ODB, man. Would have turned 35 years old today. Wu-Tang, legend, you already know. The Brooklyn Zoo. How you feel about that one, man? Yo, ODB, obviously another legend. Um Definitely Wu-Tang all the way. You know what it is over here. Bump them heavy. Forever. Um, ODB up. is just a legend. I'll tell my kids to tell their kids to tell their kids about <laughs> him for sure. Um, One of a kind, definitely. Yeah, he's never going to be not known. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in my family, at least. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to keep that going. <laughs> yeah. We will bump ODB, Wu-Tang, all that. But another legend, man. We got a shout-out for the birthday. Gone too soon. On November 13th, happy birthday, Seb Yams. Obviously, RIP as well. Um, three sad, sad, sad deaths. Uh, it happened way too early. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. They're all legends in their own like thing. You know what I mean? Their own industry, but yeah, yeah. R.I.P. ASAP. R.I.P. O.D.B. R.I.P. Randy. Tell them what happened on this day, yo, to lighten up the mood a little yeah, bit. You know what I mean? Get away from the get away from the deaths, but yeah. you know what I mean. Tell them what happened on this day. Yeah, we just had to appreciate some legends real quick, but. Also, also speaking of legendary stuff, on this day, the original Space Jam premiered. MJ, you already know, man. Michael Jordan premiered in the first one in the 90s, 1996. On this day, that movie came out. You know, Bugs and all of them. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely Space Jam. Uh, so the LeBron one, I didn't get to watch personally. Nah, um, yeah. I did pay attention to the feedback and the backlash that it received. Uh, it was it, it was kind of feeling like 50-50 to me. Yeah. I heard people hated it. I heard people really liked it. I heard people chirping that. Uh, the movie was made for kids, which I do think we all have to pump the brakes and realize that it was made for kids. Like, this isn't like, uh, you're not going out, you're not fucking <laughs> yeah, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, like, yeah. get right in the movie. movie like, you're not, a, yeah, you know what I mean? A lot LeBron's of, not a lot an of older actor. Pe- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> older people are like, oh, he's acting. So, I mean, obviously, he plays NBA for a living. Like, yeah, yeah. this was just for the kids, I feel like, uh, to revive Space Jam, because it obviously was a great sports movie. Um, I think it has a great story behind it. Like, there's nothing, like, there's not, like, it's you know, 
know what I mean? Movie. It's not yeah, like there's it's, fucking like any mindless. any it's drugs or any. You know, yeah. it's for kids. Like I, I wouldn't expect to go see that movie and be like, yo, it was one of the best yeah. movies I've seen in my top life. Top five, yeah, top like, five. Yeah, it's just for comedy. People, honestly, I think people are too edgy nowadays. Like everything got to be like for yeah. this and that, this and that. The problem is people look for something to say exactly. Yeah, especially in this day and age. Yeah, with with anything, and that's not even just movies. But I feel like people just look for the the negative and things. Just I don't know, man. We got to start being more positive. But yeah, especially um, when it comes to Bron, man. I I want to talk on that for a little bit. Like I just feel like people come at Bron, but. There's never been a bad thing I've seen this man do. Yeah. Like we were uh, just talking about that. Yeah, yeah. imagine being however old he is, 17, 50, 18. 60, however old he is. Um, well, not now, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the sarcasm on that one, but I, I think he's right around, around like late thirties. But never seen this man behind bars. Never seen him in a cop car. I've never even seen him in TMZ for some nut shit. Nah, you know how they get everybody wrapped up, <laughs> like in, you know what I mean? And no sort of drama for somebody on his level in in the stage and platform that that lebron is on in the world and not even just in the country like people don't realize he's worldwide like nba players majority of them they're not known worldwide but lebron james is up there with the ronaldo's the Messi's, you know um you know sports players that are on an elite you know stage so. i guess what i'm saying is the pressure is just different yeah a yeah. lot different now you have a target on your back constantly the pressure is different uh media is always looking for you you know what i mean there's always eyes on you when you're on that type of level i mean and especially a dude with like them like three kids i think he has yeah. and they're all like of age old enough to have social media obviously I, I, and, and shit like and even his kids i mean yeah. i gotta give give him credit on that as well his kids never got wrapped up in nothing i think the worst thing that happened was they caught Bronny smoking a j <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah i mean, I mean but who, yeah like who ain't smoking i mean come on at, at 18 whatever how old he is uh but it, you know it is it, it is what it is but at the end of the day with, with the ball family too like, yeah not to cut you off but there I, I feel like much respect to them uh, people that aside from leangelo yeah i mean other than lavar the drama he was in the media with they never got in then them them three kids man they never got into nothing and I, I think people overlook that kind of, you know what I mean? Because that is a hard thing to do, to dodge that, that you know, drama and the negativity when you're on that kind of platform. Well, we saw what happened when the one did. I, I think LiAngelo got caught up in some China. He, he was oh, stealing, yeah, yeah. whatever. But we saw what that got. Now he's in the G League, yeah. and Lonzo and LaMelo are, like, stars in the league. Yeah, exactly. I, I think they, like, LaMelo's on his way. I, I think Lonzo... I love him in Chicago. He, he needs to work on it a little bit. We'll get into that, but... Yeah. They're both superstars, so let's see Leangelo rise up. Yeah, man, he's in the G League balling for Charlotte, I believe. So that'd be cool to see them two on the same team. I wonder if all three of them would ever play on the same team again. But, uh, but again, man, like 17, 18 years old, like LeBron coming into the league, like that's just, you know, it's different. I mean, the, the guy's been on that platform for his whole life, more than half his life. So you got to give it to him there. But, uh, yeah, shout out to the original OG Space Jam. No, premiered on this day in 1996, if you missed that. But... Um, we're also going to touch on this briefly. We don't get into too much negative stuff over here, man. You all, you all know we try to keep the vibes up, positive energy. But uh, we do know, you know, just because we missed last week, uh, Astro World, there was, um, you know, some unfortunate events that took place, uh, 10 deaths that happened at the festival. Um, you know, Drake Pro is performing, Lil Baby, there's big artists there, um, some young kids there, um, unfortunately, that didn't make it out of the situation. But, um, the festival got shut down, as y'all probably do know at this point. We're just, again, touching on it real quick. And uh, just prayers out to their families, man, that were affected. And Travis Scott is really addressing it better than people are coming at him for, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to touch on this a little bit. I just yeah, think that uh, people are riding trends, which I, I really, really hate. 
Um, obviously, I'm not a reporter. I wasn't in Houston at Astroworld. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what the hell happened. Uh, but from what I've seen and me personally, from the shows I've been to, I've been to a mix of shows. I've been to an Action Bronson show where you're just sitting there waving your head back and forth. You know what I mean? A typical rap show. Uh, the vibe is good. You just put one in the air. You know what I mean? Good vibes. But I've also been to rap shows where like Tyler the Creator, uh, Future, Flatbush where Flatbush, where shit gets wild, yo, and people get hurt. Yeah. But what do we do? Uh, me, personally, I go up against the wall. I'm like, yo, y'all can have that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go back and chill. Like, the mosh is really not my thing. I'm not going to go crazy. Well, I'm mean, not trying to get hit yeah, for no from reason. From personal yeah. experience, <laughs> shout out my boy G. He know who he is. <laughs> I was but just about to say. One, one concert I went to, man, Flatbush, my boy G goes in the mosh pit. Two seconds later, the, mind you, the show started like 20 minutes ago. Bull comes to me two minutes later holding his jaw because he just got whacked in the head from somebody else's head. And he's holding his jaw like Don't my man toughed it out. Yeah, yeah, the whole show, the whole two hours still stayed. But that's just where I'm going with this, man. Anything can happen when you're moshing like that. Um, there's not a big security guard in the middle blocking it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. security is watching, but there's so much they could do when there's like thousands of kids rushing. I just think it was it was a matter of people not caring about other people in that situation you know what i mean yeah yeah, they're just going crazy and don't give a shit i mean obviously travis could have stopped the show but i don't i I think any human being if they realized what was happening would have stopped it i just think he didn't realize it was that crazy yeah no i mean in the moment uh when everything first occurred i don't think he understood what was going on um you know there was definitely i've seen different videos and, and different reports and that and i want to talk about too I, I i know a lot of videos are getting like all messed with so yeah, like you can't yeah. really trust everything you see on the internet no that's that's exactly right especially nowadays you know media chops shit up to make things look a certain way we know that very well um but you know it, it, you know so like in certain videos you know you've seen travis stopping and in other videos you've seen him performing but i again it's different moments and different points, different perspectives of the crowd. I know there was a lot of smoke and shit, a lot of project, you know, like fireworks and stuff, or whatever was going off, like uh, pyro stuff, like fire things. And there was a lot of smoke. There's fifty thousand people rushing to a stage, and people aren't aware of their surroundings. Half the people might have been, you know, they might have been off something. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of festival it was. We weren't there, uh, but again, just fifty thousand people rushing to a stage uh, caused a lot of harm and a lot of injury. I know people were trying to stop it like bystanders and people in the crowd uh nobody i mean i read this one girl's article like a detailed article uh because she's like scarred from it because she's seen multiple people dead like on the ground and like people are stepping over them and stuff so people aren't even aware of what's going on like she's trying to stop people and they're just rushing right by her pushing her out the way she fell at one point got stomped on but was lucky enough to get up and make it out um she even tried stopping one of the cameramen i heard and uh, it was just a bunch of stuff man uh but it end of the day it just prayers out to everybody's lives that were lost and their families that are affected now from this and um i think you know uh travis scott's now dealing with a lot of lawsuits and and things of that nature and i just i hope he makes it out all right man yeah 100 i'm not here to back up any side like i'm no, not no, this no. side We're that side this side yeah situation. just giving opinions um obviously I hate We're now that reporters, yeah, like. <laughs> I hate now that other artists are just being blatantly like ignorant and just they're stopping their show to make sure aka like uh like SZA uh, she stopped oh, yeah. her show. Nobody's moshing at a SZA show. Like come on, that's just being like And it, this was a festival. You're just, you're just riding people a trend, like, yeah. Aren't like, understanding that? This on. was a 50,000 people like in in a one Exactly. Area. If you're not if you're singing a, a show, yeah, yeah, at the TLA, come the, on. There's not going to be a mosh like 
you know what you're doing. Like, yeah. just pump the brakes and R.I.P. Nobody's to everybody that passed away. Yeah, yeah, nobody's raging at an R&B show. Yeah, so. like, there's no need to be like, oh, fans, are you all right? Are yeah. you all right? When you know you're just singing and shit. Everybody got the lighters up in the air. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so, yeah, man, I know that Travis is definitely probably affected mentally from this. But uh, we're going to move on uh, to some more positive things. Because, again, we like to keep the positive energy going here. Last weekend, man, we had fight weekend last week. That's what I'm going to call it. Fight weekend. We we had boxing, UFC, my favorite, man. I know you were enjoying it as well. Canelo, man, Saul getting that win against Caleb Plant. Yo, I got to be honest, though. I got a lot of respect for this kid now after this fight, man. Oh, 100%, um, man. 100% respect. It all started out when he came out, obviously, with the GOAT. Let him know. <laughs> Conway the Machine came out with Caleb Plant. I didn't know Caleb was about that life, man. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, once I seen Conway, man, I was like, yo, he really listened to Griselda. Yeah, I mean, Benny the Butcher. Oh, if y'all no, don't know there who, was a lot yeah. of people, honestly, rooting for Caleb that I, I mean, I seen. I can't think off the top of my head, but it was definitely somebody we fucked with more. So in his comments on the picture he posted, yeah, like, let's yeah, go. Yeah. I was just like, hold up. Oh, shit. Like, he's got a lot. He, of, yeah, he, he messes got, with a lot of rappers. He's, he's got a lot of he's got a big support system from him. Um, and he, he proved this. He proved the point, man. Uh, you know, Canelo got the TKO in the 11th round of this fight. Uh, he did get the victory, as we were hoping for. I mean, Canelo is probably my favorite boxer of all time at this point. We talked about this um, in this previous fights this year. The dude's fought three times so far this year. I think he's going for four. Um, this might have been his last one, but I think he might try to squeak one more in. Um, but yeah, man, Caleb Plant, you gotta give it to the gotta give it to the kid, man. He did his thing. Um, and you know, he fought with literally the best fighter on the planet. And I, you know, his height definitely helped him out. You know, Canelo's five seven. I think Caleb Plant is standing at six one. Um, you know, he had the reach advantage, he had the height advantage, but you're also fighting the best boxer on the planet. So it, it went the way we expected in the end result. But again, man, this this the plant is tough, man. I got, I got I'll definitely be rooting for him in his next fights. Yeah, for sure. Another thing I wanted to touch on that too is the respect they have for each other after the fight. I can appreciate a lot. Um, yeah, especially with the beef that led yeah, up to the fight. Yeah. There's obviously, I mean, if you're fighting somebody, you like how are you not going to have like a little bit of feelings towards like that like you know what i mean it's not gonna be all happy go lucky like handshakes and high fives you know what i mean and then let's scrap and then it's all love. like some people can do that and that's crazy to me but if you're fighting somebody there's gonna be a little tension you know what i mean things are gonna yeah, get a little I heated mean, unless, especially at press conferences like yeah. you can't unless, expect things really, to go like you, smooth yeah you, you see that and um unless you're kind of more so legends yeah. against legends like you know what i mean like if we were to see like for instance, maybe Floyd versus Mike. I know that's fucking crazy off top, but like, you know, I feel like the respect will be there. Oh, yeah, type yeah. Shit. Like, you know what I mean? They'll be shaking hands the whole time, play fight. Like, you know, shit Some, like that. Yeah. But one thing I will take from this is Caleb Plant came back and sh like actually told uh, Canelo that the whole mother thing wasn't about like, he was like, I would never disrespect your mom. Like, I don't even have one. So like, I feel like Canelo really like. That really like changed the whole He's mood to get in there. His head. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, "Yo, I don't even have a mom. Like, I would never do something like that." Like, th there was this video I was watching it towards the end. This is after the fight, like post fight. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo, like, much respect to you. I would never say anything about your mom. Shit like that." Yeah. But he was just, I, I don't know. I like how he explained himself because I still, I, it rubbed me wrong that day when I heard like he said something about his mom. I was like, "What the hell? Like, yeah, why would he do it?" But I'm glad he explained himself. Now I don't feel like anything. Towards yeah, pre-fight. Like, I mean, these guys. I, apparently, he just said like motherfucker. <laughs> like, I, I thought he said something like, yo, your mom's are like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now nah, I'm completely like, I'm not 
there's no disrespect sure yeah. that was what was said exactly but pre-fight there was no that, that's of, what he explained in the oh, video okay, he was you. like yo i said motherfucker gotcha, like, i didn't you. say like yeah so maybe it's a miscommitment miss he misheard yeah, him yeah. and you know, uh, you know canelo like, even was like you're my family like it, yeah. it's respect yeah no yeah, definitely um when you when you share a ring with somebody i mean it, you know it, it's you you're putting your body on the line and you know usually after a fight a professional fight you always see respect given um you know these are professionals that do this so they, again they respect each other because and i think canelo was a little maybe taken back and he was shocked that he hung in there that long so it always gives them more of a respect factor when they they, they prove them prove themselves to them um uh, i would definitely uh feel bad for canelo's next opponent if, if so uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, i feel like he's pissed at himself that it went that long yeah so, <laughs> just a no. little like <laughs> Canelo, Canelo did say he wanted to knock him out early. Um, and, you know, I, I think this was the size difference. You know what I mean? It definitely was. I mean, as great as a Canelo, great as a fighter as Canelo is, uh, when you're 5'7 and someone's 6'1 in a boxing ring, it does, you know, there is there is a difference. Um, that's why there's weight classes and all this and such. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, at this point, they respect, both fighters respect each other. And again, if you're not Conor McGregor, usually after a fight, you see respect given. Uh, that's pretty much the only time you see, like, people still beefing is like purier mcgregor like they're still beefing after their fights like i don't know um but uh we also had an undercard fight on that day elvis rodriguez man shout out to him getting his first big fight a 10 round fight was his longest fight uh we this is a younger kid coming up if those of you who don't know who he is uh me and nick have actually been paying attention to this guy for like over a year now we've been watching his fights coming up man he's 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 good he's only 22 years old and um you know he he's the next Big star potentially. In yeah, his I like class. his energy a lot. Yeah. Like his energy. Um, I like his form. I like everything about him. Um, I mean, he's his got- sharpness. Uh, maybe he could like. Maybe he could work on his dodging a little bit more, but everybody could work on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe his defense he could, yeah, he could work yeah. on a little more. But I, I love the way this kid fights uh, overall. You know what I mean? He's he's po- he's poised. He's you know he's got a snap on his punch. He's quick. He's strong as well. And that's one thing that's kind of rare in a fighter like Canelo, fast and strong at the same time. You're dangerous. Uh, Freddie Roach is also training Elvis Rodriguez, uh, which I love to see Freddie Roach training these young guys because we do know he is one of the best in the world um since the Mike days so you know it's just it's it's cool to see these young guys i mean boxing's in a really good place right now with a lot of young fighters coming up uh teofimo will be fighting soon uh hopefully we see berlanga get in the ring again soon there's a lot of guys xander zayas there's a lot of guys coming up right yeah, now i think berlanga just has surgery yeah, so he i'm tore really hoping he get, that yeah, last yeah i'm really hoping he gets back and ready um this teofimo like you alluded to this fight keeps getting pushed back coming up in but December, i think there is a there's a solid fight now but yeah. Let's touch into the other side of things yeah. and the MMA side. Usman defeats Covington, which we all saw coming. I don't know about all, but definitely us. I um, didn't expect it to go to decision. I didn't expect decision, yeah. but uh, from what I seen, Covington was getting his ass beat. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't uh, like this. I don't think it should have made it to decision. Just the fact that, as much as I hate him, Covington does have a strong jaw. Um, and there, there was at least three different punches where he should have dropped that I was just like, damn. Like, yeah, it shook him up he's a little still bit. Up. But he's, <laughs> damn. At, at the end of the day, that's just why this is such a good fight, though. I mean, as much as we wanted Usman to knock this guy out, um, not a big fan of Colby Covington. We all know this. I, I think Usman just it. was uh, not focused on the kill shot, which kind of saved him, I think. Yeah. Last, I think that's what kind of got him like a little. Remember last fight, he yeah. got a little shook up because yep. I think he was trying to go too much for the kill. He was trying to go for the kill. But yeah, I, I know he wanted to hurt Colby Covington, but. 
on the flip side of that, when you're a professional fighter on this level, you do understand what your opponent's capable as well if they're sharing the same ring with you. There's a reason why Colby Covington was in the ring with Usman, one of the baddest guys on the planet, meaning Usman. Um, so, but we're glad to see Usman still get the win by decision. And uh, he was, I mean, he busted him up, man. You've seen his face. He was bleeding, uh, especially in that last round. You've seen it really get messy. Uh, but yeah, it was a great fight. Nonetheless, uh, Colby did get sneak a couple shots on Usman. Uh, kind of made me nervous a little bit, but Again, Usman pulled through as we expected and as we, uh, we you know, hoped for. Uh, but uh, also, I just got to bring it up real quick. Alex Piera making his UFC debut with that knockout knee, man. What did you think of that? I know you saw that. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, man. Uh, I didn't know too much about the guy, but I know you were heavy on him. Uh, me some money. Yeah, yeah, we were betting that day. And Dustin Jacoby, uh, man. Yeah, that, 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 that was definitely a good fight, man. Talk about that Justin Gaethje-Michael Chandler fight, though. The, probably oh, yeah. the fight of the year. Yeah, man, uh, that that was a really intense fight, really good fight. Both these guys can pop off in exchange. Uh, Michael Chandler is a vet in the UFC. Justin Gaethje, he's done his time. He's been around for a little bit. He's fought McGregor. He's fought guys that are on a big level. Um, but could be, it could have been the fight of the year. Uh, Gaethje did win uh, via unanimous decision. And... Um, you know, so we did get some great fights last weekend. It was fight weekend again. Uh, hopefully, we get some nice fights coming up. We had I did see Max Holloway. Uh, I, yeah. I think that was really recent. Uh, he that won. Was, that was the other he, day. Yeah, he yeah. got his ship. That Blast. was the same night that yeah. Rosado <laughs> just fought. Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, Rosado didn't get the win. We wanted PR represent from Philly, man. But he put up a hell of a fight, man, against the uh, undefeated. Um, so you know, it, it is what it is. But uh, we're gonna move on. Enough with the fight weekend stuff. We're gonna get into new music real quick before we get into the sports talk key glock our boy dropping yellow tape to 20 songs on it if you ain't bump it yet you gotta go bump it now some of our favorite songs on there something about me tony check this out and understood man what you thinking about that new heat yeah love the heat man uh key glock keeps it coming obviously young Dolph, pre-entertainment paper route go check that out they're never failing never uh dropping anything other than fire um, key Glock featuring Key Glock, so definitely go say, check that out, man. I was gonna say, uh, I wanted to ask you. You think when's Glock gonna get a feature, man? You think he's ever gonna do a feature? You think he's ever? Gonna I have think a it's just all paper route features, man. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. how I like it, uh, honestly. No, yeah, same. Um, I don't see anybody matching their energy enough to get featured. Yeah, other than like maybe Pooh Shiesty, but that ain't. Gonna yeah, happen yeah, right yeah. Now. But um, yeah, man, Glock, check it out if you ain't already. I know they're kind of blowing up now, but you already know the guy's been on paper route for a minute. So hop on, man. Fuck Soldier Boy. <laughs> yeah, fuck Soldier Boy for real. Um, but we also have some new music from Jay Critch, New York stand up with jacket so you actually sent me that what this morning or uh yesterday uh, i did see yeah, it's out on apple music now um he is dropping headlines i thought that was supposed to come out at midnight i didn't see anything about that well we'll see about that i wonder how that's gonna be i hope yeah. it's not drake headlines i saw he <laughs> was using the same text I was, yeah, I so was, i was kind of like, eh. like but uh yeah we'll see about that man jay chris never uh really really disappoints unless he's on his singing shout out jay critch you know what i mean uh the homie didn't really vibing with the singing shit but you know what i mean he never disappoints man yeah you gotta put on for the honeys too but yeah i respect it <laughs> not over here key glock but uh yeah so uh also we have a donna deluxe dropping i ain't really look into that too much i just wanted to bring it up though 
Donna Deluxe, you hype for that, bro? Or what are you thinking? You're I just don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. At this point. Yeah. Kind of. Like, I, I yeah. think I know what to expect. Yeah, I'm not I'm not on it too much. You know what I mean? Again, I just happen <laughs> to see it. Some people are hyped for it. But, um, yeah, that's, I mean, we talked enough about Donna. I can't lie. The world needs a Drake-Kanye feature, though. Like, all, like all beef aside, man, I would love to see that happen. Yeah, I mean. It, we, it would we, have to be fire because if it wasn't, I'd be very disappointed because they're uh, – Arguably the two greatest artists of all time. Yeah, they're generation. definitely up there. Definitely like up there. Drake and Kanye, I don't know who put out more discography than them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely 100%. I mean, we only got one feature from them in their, both of their careers forever. And also with two goats on there, Wayne and um, But, yeah, we haven't gotten anything since that. Something that similar to that would be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's what be, I'm getting at. It would, yeah, it would be dope, man. Uh, but something with just them two would be awesome, especially with this whole beef thing. I think if they did that, that would uh, kind of wrap all that up you know what i mean it's kind of just bad energy um but but yeah man so um we are gonna move on off the we new- are finally getting into the nfl yep you already know how about them cowboys you already know i couldn't wait for it man 43 to 3 was it uh i don't know it doesn't matter we definitely dropped more than 40 points though and they did not drop any points except for a field goal. Uh, this was as expected. I mean, I, I told you we were going to win by 20-plus points, bro. Uh, we had to remind everybody real quick just who we are. Because um, <laughs> for some reason, I feel like last week people forgot that this was, this was the same team that didn't lose for six weeks straight and almost beat the defending Super Bowl champs at home the first week. It, I, I feel like that just kind of wiped out of people's memory. Uh, we got beat by the Broncos, you know, Dak off the two-week rest. Uh, I think it was just, you know, it was a, it was a fluke game, man. I, we, that's kind of been our thing, a funny thing to say, uh, but it's true. I think it was just, you know, winning caught up to us, <laughs> um, and I just think uh, it was an off game for us, man, last week. The Broncos really showed out. They wanted it more that day, and uh, I think we needed that smack in the face, though, kind of like back to reality and understand that we can lose uh, if we're not on our A game and to our fullest potential. So, But I- I'm very pleased with the Cowboys' performance, man. Uh, the defense was playing exactly how I expected. Michael Parsons doing doing his thing, called that sack that he had. Uh, the kid is killing it. Defense rookie of the year. Book it if you haven't already. And uh, Trayvon Diggs, eight picks, man. Got that eighth pick this game. Uh, he was quiet for two weeks, but he came back and had to remind everybody again uh, that he's doing stuff that not a lot of people can do. Uh, eight picks in eight games is, is, is really impressive, uh, <laughs> if you didn't know. And, yeah, uh, I mean, he has 12 interceptions and 21 pass deflections in 14 games. It's, it's amazing, man. I love the kid. I mean, you know, I still can't believe that this is like we got Trayvon Diggs and CeeDee Lamb in the same draft. Uh, it just it, it boggles my mind how that happened. Um, but speaking of CeeDee Lamb, uh, I got to bring this up. And it's just something that I really, really was was not shocked about, but kind of shocked. CeeDee caught his 10th career touchdown yesterday and is now the first Cowboy ever to have 1,500 plus yards and 10 plus touchdowns in his first 25 games. That means, yes, Michael Irvin didn't do that. Des Bryant didn't do that. Uh, nobody had has done that man nobody has done that yet in in Cowboys franchise history so he is the first Cowboys player to make that happen just goes to show you how special CD Lamb is and fell to 17 right in our laps thank you Philly uh, so <laughs> you know it is what it is uh, but also real quick fact I do have to bring up um, Cowboys have scored seven defensive touchdowns in McCarthy's 24 games as a coach but 
on the flip side of that, the Cowboys only scored five defensive touchdowns in Garrett's 69's final games. So that just goes to show you um, definitely the coaching change helped us out. And shout out to DQ, man. Dan Quinn doing his thing against his old team. Oh, yeah. Shout out Dan Quinn. Get in the game ball. I think that was really appropriate for that game. Um, shout out Mike McCarthy, man. He's earning my respect week after week. Um, one, Another fact about that game, Dak Prescott went 6 for 7, 72 yards, 2 TDs, 2 big time throws, went blitzed versus Atlanta defense. So uh, you blitz Dak, that's what you're going to get. 2 touchdowns, 72 yards, 6 for 7. But I like the way you guys are uh, trending up, man. Uh, I, I really can't see nobody passing on this defense like they were before they thought they could. Um, you saw Teddy Bridgewater come out and do what he did, yeah. and you're like, oh, shit. Like, the Cowboys are done, man. Nah, I don't think that's the case. Um, we got the Chiefs. We got the Cowboys next week, Sunday. I think it's going to be a huge game. Um, get Tyrone Smith, maybe. That's what I'm hearing. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm hoping he comes back because, as we know, like when, when the offensive line takes hits, it's really, really crucial for us. Uh, but I, he does have a shot to play against the Chiefs, which would be huge against a team like that with a line that has Chris Jones, et cetera, on that defensive front. But I think we, we're we're well equipped to go to battle against this Chiefs team, um, especially after this season. Uh, they're not the same Chiefs team as maybe they were before. They did put on last night and prove a point, though, that they really haven't went anywhere either, and they could still turn up when they need to. But – um, definitely looking forward to that matchup, man. Definitely, 100%, man. Before we tune into the next question, I got one question for you, bro. Jordan Lewis will now have Michael Parsons wearing a Michigan jersey because Michigan State beat Penn State. <laughs> How are you feeling about that? Uh, well, as a Penn State fan, I am not happy about it. Michigan State took us down um, again. I Michigan, mean, Michigan. Oh, yeah, Michigan, my bad. Uh, so, yeah, Michigan took us down at home at that, which really— now, Micah has to wear a Michigan jersey. Yeah, that's, that's got to— Jordan Lewis. That's got to paint him, man. Jordan Lewis came from Michigan. For those of you who don't know, Micah Parsons did come from Penn State. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I was upset as a Penn State fan. And just, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I don't follow college as much as I'm so up on fuck NFL. Fuck Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, John, John, John. John fuck Harbaugh, John. yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim. Whatever the fuck. Whoever Jim, John. It don't matter. <laughs> Jay and his last name's Hardball. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, that is funny. I didn't know that. So thanks for bringing that up, man. Nice little laugh there. Uh, Jordan Lewis. Shout out to him though. He played. He balled out yesterday. Apparently, they're saying he was the cowboy of the day last. Yeah, he got he got player yeah. today. Um, he he balled out on defense. Anthony Brown really doing his thing this year. He had a pick yesterday as well. Um, you know, they're really lighting it up, man. This is not the same Cowboys defense that this league is used to, and I think it's throwing a lot of people off. Yeah, man. And speaking of that. I got one more quick fact before we move on from this historic Cowboys team, I'm assuming. Um, after nine games, the Cowboys CB trio of Trayvon Diggs, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis has 13 interceptions. Going back 10 years, the Cowboys have only had that many, that many interceptions in three seasons. Yep. So, And even their CBs never accounted for more than eight. Yeah, so, uh, and, that just goes and what show. is one thing I always used to say to you, man? We never take the ball away, and that always used to kill me. No matter the players we had on defense, they never took the ball away. And now it's kind of it's hard for me to get used to, but I love it. I uh, absolutely love yeah, to I see mean, Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis only allowed 14 yards in Week 10 on a combined 10 targets. Absolutely insane. Again, man, this just goes to show you what Dan Quinn came in and cleaned up after Mike Nolan's tragic, horrible defense, disgusting defense last year. 
one and done for a reason. Um, but he really revived this defense back to life as a Chris Richard-esque defense, which we had before they got rid of him. But I love Dan Quinn on this team, man. The guy wears a helmet and, and is out there throwing guys around on practice. You just got to love to see it. Demarcus Lawrence is looking to come back. He keeps posting pictures, getting me hyped, <laughs> saying soon. And, oh, yeah. Um, and uh, right before we go on to the next question, man, I, I have to throw this in one last time. The Cowboys are minus 2.5 underdogs. How are you feeling about that to the Chiefs? Um, you guys are currently the underdogs. Uh, you know, despite the records, obviously, we, we look better than the Chiefs this year. But just the Chiefs' uh, reputation in this league the past few years, uh, I'm not surprised at the line. Uh, I love it from a betting standpoint that my team is, is you know, the underdog on this day. Uh, so, you know, we'll definitely be slamming that prop. <laughs> because, uh, which, are they home or they're, they're in yeah. Kansas City? Yep, right? we're in Kansas City. Yeah, I like that. Um, you know, I, you know I, I like to see us go out and get a road win. Uh, against a, t- a team like the Chiefs at home, it's you know it's hard to play in KC uh, with Andy Reid, man. So I, that'll be a nice matchup. I'm looking forward to it. You know, Neek took off for the special occasion, so yes, you know sir. the guys will be in AC or somewhere. We'll get- be live. <laughs> we will be live. Uh, tune into that. But what's some questions you have, man? I know you said you had some questions for me. So I mean. This is the bait podcast a little bit. I mean, we, we agree more than usual, but you guys get it. You know what I mean? It's all about the good vibes. But I want to know, man, who is the team to beat in the AFC right now? See, this is this is becoming tough. For a little bit, it looked like the Ravens early on. And, you know, the Chiefs weren't doing so much. Uh, but I, I still think the Bills are a top contender in the AFC. I'm not going to disregard that the titans seem to be coming alive before derrick henry got hurt well i don't know what's really going to happen with that but i really like i really like the bills honestly still as a team in the afc i I don't know i got i gotta go probably the bills as as one of my top afc teams right now again the ravens something you got to worry about yeah i feel like they're a team you can never really count out uh the titans i'm not worried about them without derrick henry at this point as sad as that is because they were on the upside before he got hurt yeah i i I mean i can't i definitely agree with you on the bills um i think the patriots are underrated and they're they're scary i I would not want to see them in the playoffs yeah I, i i was just uh just thinking of that actually as i was talking the patriots really did shock me they're they're playing better than i expected this season if you go back you remember i'm not high on their team i thought we were gonna see i was very high uh, yeah no no we were we were on kind of two separate pages with that i I will admit um so you know they are again i think this is bill belichick uh making the pieces work uh this is a this is a good franchise in that aspect with their uh, you know their coaching personnel can really get it done uh mac jones isn't playing horrible football he's actually doing pretty well man for his rookie season and not knowing he would get the start um but now with cam out the door back in carolina mac jones has full potential to uh grow now so we'll see what happens yeah, and one thing about that, I hear a lot of people saying, like, Mac Jones is better than Tom Brady was as a rookie. I mean, the guy was a first-round pick. He uh, star quarterback at Alabama. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady was a seventh-round or sixth-round. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got. I hated that little argument that I've been seeing floating around. They're like, oh, Mac Jones, rookie year, better than Tom Brady's rookie year. I, I would hope. 
Honestly, I would really hope yeah. if you're number one uh, first round draft See, pick coming yeah. out of Alabama. People forget Tom Brady was a no. Yeah, I, I think yeah. they just automatically think he came in the league on fire. Yeah, and most people probably assume that he he was a first round pick, but he he wasn't. Um, the you know, furthest thing from a first round. No, exactly. Uh, but again, and it's it's you know you can always find diamonds in the rough like that. Uh, and now look at Tom Brady, the goat, the uh, best quarterback of all time, and there's really no debate anymore. Um, but, but Mac Jones is definitely playing better football than I thought. He would this season, uh, but I'll give you credit there, man. You did. You were high on him before this season started. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, the Patriots. Uh, you got to be. I mean, yeah. it's not really a. Jacoby so, Myers, though, yeah, getting yeah, his yeah. first touchdown, yeah, first receiving but, yeah. touchdown. I mean, we were. I, I called that drunk last uh, the night before <laughs> yeah. he did. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night, uh, you could ask the squad. <laughs> I was drunk. I was like, Jacoby Myers still has yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he still has yet to score a touchdown. It just it just wasn't adding up. He's played been in the year. This is second year in the NFL, and you still haven't scored an NFL touchdown. You passed for two, and you're a wide receiver. It, it just didn't add up. I knew it was about. I knew it was coming against the Browns. I mean, uh, Baker Mayfield is just. Let, let's actually talk about Baker Mayfield. I, I want to get into a little bit of that. Um, Dan Orlovsky, how you feeling? Yeah. How are we feeling, oh. Dan Orlovsky? Um, he was very, very fast last week to say, I hope the Baker Mayfield haters are enjoying their day. Uh, it was a rough day. Um, I'm not so sure. This guy just I, said, I, I, heard, I heard somebody say give it a week, and I gave it a week. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all we gave it. Um, yeah, man, Dan Orlovsky, I just, I really just, I fucking hate that guy. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. it. Blatantly I, honest. I, bla- I hope he's listening um, somewhere along the line, but I, I really do hate him. He's just a fucking cockroach. He's just like, I feel like this guy just... He loves to root for people that people hate on. Like, he just does it purposely, I think. Like, I don't know. But <laughs> Dan Orlovsky, man, bad take on his part, as per usual. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he thought was going to, I don't know what he thought he was going to do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we all know Baker is not who we Baker, all thought Baker he was going to be. Baker is Baker, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, like, uh, he'll get you some wins, and he'll get the team amped a little bit. But I, I just think they see through him like glass. Um, I, Baker to me comes off as a like. If I'm in the lock, I, like I said, I don't know Baker Mayfield personally. Obviously, I'm not in the locker room. I don't see what's going on on the field, off the field. Yeah. He seems like a genuinely nice guy, um, off the field and on the field. But yeah, if I was a teammate, yeah, I, I I just feel like he's easy to see through. I, I feel like he switches up. The quick. pressure like, pressure I, really I, gets I to him. He gets in his head a lot. I feel maybe he's like blaming other. I, like I said, I'm not in the fucking locker room. I'm just this is strictly off opinion. He just comes off to me as a guy that's just like a little dickhead. Yeah, when, he, <laughs> yeah, when he's riding high, he's riding high. But when he's down, he's down. And you could see it. He shows it. He shows it in his play. The pressure gets to him. He he folds under pressure. We know this. Uh, typical Baker behavior, I'll call it. Uh, BB is <laughs> a Baker behavior. Uh, it's just, yeah, man, he cracks under pressure. This guy is not consistent. He's not consistent. One week he plays like an MVP. Next week he shits the bed. Um, you know, kind Kind of like a, a Romo in a way, if you want to put it that way. It's kind of a little disrespect to Romo, but <laughs> because uh, Baker is still not on his level yet. Um, but yeah, I'm, I was never really impressed with Baker Mayfield, bro. Never. Yeah, he, he just doesn't come off I mean, to me as I, I. I feel like the Browns, honestly, if they didn't have Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, they we wouldn't like even Baker be talking tries about them. Too hard to be good. 
Like, yeah. you don't let it happen naturally. I feel like he just forces, like, he tries. For instance, like, like a, a Joe Burrow who's younger than him, I have way more confidence yes, in. I, yes. I love his, like, maturity. I, I like the way he approaches the game. Joe Burrow has yeah. a higher career ceiling than... Oh, yeah, me. easily. Easily. Put, if you put Joe Burrow on the Browns, I think the Browns are... Uh, a playoff contender. I, they might win the AFC North. Like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, people were trying to give it the excuse like, oh, uh, now OBJ's gone. He don't have to worry about forcing the ball to Odell or, you know, making it seem no. like it was Odell's yeah. fault for his ass play. Like, it's just like, I, I don't know. He's getting babied like, too much. I feel he like he gets um, smacked on his ass and that's yeah, just about it. Yeah, he gets babied. Um, like I said, if you put any other quarterback in that situation, I feel like they do good enough, if not better. Um yeah, yeah. The Browns are just the Browns, and I don't Baker think they're going to go Baker reminds me of a spoiled crybaby. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he just like, doesn't have that like, – he doesn't have that mindset of the, like – yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, like, he acts like he does. When, yeah, exactly. he, when, when a big play happens, he's That's getting the I'm crowd saying. fired up. He's talking his shit. But if he's getting he drugged in the hard, dirt, yeah. uh, he's just crying. If he didn't try to be so hard, like if he didn't try to act like he was better than he like is. Like Johnny Football, he has that. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got Yeah, exactly. He's got Johnny Manziel like, like traits. I don't know. <laughs> but I definitely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But one thing I really want to touch on, man, biggest surprise this week. What was the biggest surprise? I know that you touched on the Patriots surprising oh, yeah, a little I bit. You, I, I doubt that was your biggest surprise. No. Um, what one was it? I got you right now. Biggest surprise to me was Philly, man. Philly beating Denver the way they did after last week watching Denver, what they did to us. No, pump the brakes. I'm not saying Philly's a threat or that I'm even remotely close to being worried about Philly in the NFC East. But I got, I'm got. i impressed with the performance. I'll put the bias aside. Uh, I will sit here and say, I know people are holding their breath right now, but uh, they impressed me with their performance. Jalen Hurts looked on point for once. Um, you know, he's Devontae not... Devontae Smith, two tutties on his birthday? Devontae Smith, exactly. Took the words out of my mouth. He, this kid is playing. He, he seems like he's finding his groove, uh, that, you know, that Alabama groove that he had going on. Um, he, he really is impressing me this year, and I think if he had a better QB than Jalen hurts he'd be even better um but yeah Devontae smith they got a really talented receiver in this kid uh jalen hurts was on point if they could have him like that every week they might be in better shape but this is still a young team as we've said before i'm not going to sit here and totally bash this team they are a young squad with a lot of uh growing to do um but i, I it really just depends on jalen hurts uh being able to mature as well as he can in the league uh, with his accuracy. I think it, and, and don't get it twisted. I, I was a Hurts fan in college. I do like Jalen Hurts. I think he has potential to be a, a good quarterback in the NFL in this league. I just feel like he's got to work on some things. Again, his timing, his accuracy, his release, um, his vision. Uh, I just think he has some things to work on. But this is, he is an athlete. He, uh, he's very athletic. He, he does know how to play. And uh, he's he wants to win. Obviously, he, he makes that clear. He wants to win. And they did. They got out there and they put up 30 points on this Broncos team. Um, and I was impressed. So I got to say, that was like, that was me. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that one. That surprised me a little bit too. But it didn't surprise me as much as Russ shit in the bed, man. On his first game back, uh, the hype video he put out, I thought we were going to get 300 yard, um, maybe 20 for 30, two tutties, maybe three tutty Russ. But instead, we wound up getting 20 for 40, 161, two interceptions, no touchdowns, a QBR of 13. Um, it, 
DK Metcalf had eight targets for three receptions. Tyler Lockett had eight targets for two receptions. Um, Tyler Lockett, 23 yards. DK Metcalf, 26. It just didn't add up for me, man. I, the, the Packers' defense isn't something, like, extraordinary. Like, uh, I, it just wasn't adding up, man. Yeah, no, this was a shock. I'll give you that. Um, if it wasn't the Philly game, it was definitely this game. Um, I'm not up zero points, bro. Yeah, I, I am shocked about that. Um, I don't know, man. I, I was kind of worried about Russ. You know, I'm high on Russ. Huge Russell Wilson fan over here. Um, and also, I was hoping for Russ to come out. You know, great because I started Tyler Lockett in my fantasy this week. Um, not that that matters on a grand scheme of things, but. I, I don't know, man. I was worried for Russ. He had surgery. He had this, I don't know what he, he had a, a ruptured tendon in his finger. I didn't think he was going to come back and ball out necessarily, but I did expect them to put up points on the board, which they did not. Um, so it's a little thrown off there. Um, I did see the Packers taking this game, though. I can't lie. But Again, I hope Russ bounces back after this week and gets his groove again. He has been out. You got to take these things and they would count. Um, so we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, and it's crazy. I, I'm so fucking pissed off at myself because I literally had it up on the FanDuel, this under, and I was like, Haha, like man, I'm just going to be funny and take the under. Totally didn't. Would have been great. Dude. Yeah, um, I knew both quarterbacks were coming back from a week off. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, the under makes complete sense. Oh, I didn't Russ. take it. Um Next time I will, though. Next time I will. Yeah, always go with your gut, man. Obviously, we learned that. <laughs> but I got a question, though, man. Who right now, which coach do you think should win coach of the year? And who is on the hot seat for this season? Who, like, Give me your take on that. Oh, man. I mean, that's, that's a pretty tough question right now, especially for the coach of the year. Um, I might have to go out and say I know you're going to laugh, bro. I know you're going to laugh. Maybe Mike McCarthy, man. I oh, mean, yeah. uh, right, I, his coach's decisions have been very listen. iffy. Been very, very iffy. Uh, his time management, I don't know if it's more Kellen Moore calling the plays. and You know what I mean? I, I don't want to give him too much credit, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, personalities in that locker room. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of injuries going on. Dallas Cowboys always have a target on their back, especially with the media. I just feel like he's handling it pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I and this is the name that popped up in my head when I asked you this question. For me personally, and I know people are going to think because I'm a Cowboys fan uh, that I like Mike McCarthy, but I got to be honest, I wasn't necessarily too high on him coming into this year. But, uh, you know, last year I knew that he needed another chance this year uh, with Dak being out last year. You really couldn't judge his first year head coaching job. Uh, this year he's having a great second year. He's really got control of this team like Garrett never had before in 10 years. He's done this in two years. Um, he's got us at 7-2 and two right now. Watching Hard Knocks, Cowboys being on Hard Knocks this season, really got to see the ends of Mike McCarthy's coaching strategies, which you got to see, man, like I was showing you. And uh, it, it's really – he impressed me a lot this year. I love McCarthy's energy. I think he's got a different swagger being on the Cowboys, man. You see he grew out his beard. He's always wearing the shades. Um, you know, he looks like he's losing a little weight too, man, on the sideline. Uh, he's got this swagger going on right now. I like McCarthy's vibe. Uh, 
Um, I knew he'd bounce back with this team after last week, and I think that kind of threw everybody off. But but at the end of the day, I think Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore are doing an excellent job with this personnel. Uh, the Cowboys coaching staff is is something to look at this year. I think they're one of the best. And again, this is not being biased as a Cowboys fan. I just think that this team is uh, in a positive mindset. They got rid of all that bad juju with um, you know Jason Garrett, the collapser for ten plus years, two playoff wins. That's out the window. I think you're seeing a new vibe, a new energy around this team, and I think that's partially because of Mike McCarthy. So you got to give it to him, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like you said, much respect to Mike McCarthy. I see him not necessarily maybe growing as a coach, but growing within the organization. I feel like they're all starting to click a little better than they were last year. Obviously, I'm not in the locker room. But I'm that's not what I'm in saying. Dallas. I he can't. Has, it just comes off to me ha- as uh, he, he has a little bit of weight off his shoulders. Exactly. I feel like. Yeah, he has a different aura this season. Uh, you can tell that last that last year he was very. Um, Nervous or very uh, stressed exactly. because they didn't have Dak. Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of issues last season. Uh, again, Mike Nolan being the defensive coordinator, uh, absolutely trash. Uh, you see the difference Dan Quinn came in and made. But, again, man, I like Mike McCarthy this season. I think he's leading this team in a very good direction. And I'm excited to see what we can do in the postseason with him. Yeah, for sure, man. But back to the question, the hot seat part. This might shock a lot of people, man, but Pete Carroll – uh, I just think Seattle, if they don't get it done, if they don't remotely even have as much wins as losses this season, I think Pete Carroll should be gone. Um, he's just had way too many chances. Uh, they won a Super Bowl, but then they lost one very badly. They need, they need something um, new. Yeah, um, they have the. They, they're one and three. I mean, no, 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 no. no excuse me. Yeah, yeah, they're. Uh, they're three and six. They're actually one and three at home. Excuse me, <laughs> but that's very rare for a Seattle team to be one and three at home. With the way their home and field advantage is yeah. set up, their stadium's loud as shit. Um, I mean, obviously, it, it just uh, rusts out. You can't really. Yeah, you have to take that. You know, definitely have to take that into consideration. But, but yeah, even you, you before, get what I mean. His play calling's shaky. Yeah, the past two years, the past two seasons, uh, I, I just think Seattle needs a new. They need something new, just as the Cowboys did for ten plus years with Jason Garrett as the head coach. Yeah, he didn't take us to a Super Bowl, obviously, as Pete Carroll did with this team. Uh, but again, he also had a Chris Richard with the Legion of Boom leading that defense and defense yeah, that, wins that, championships. That whole era is just gone. That, that's what I'm mainly getting exactly. at. Like, like you alluded to, they need to move on something. exactly they need a fresh change they need something new Pete Carroll definitely on the hot seat it's either gonna be him or Russ gone next year book it yeah yeah no and, and if they're smart it'll be the coach um I think Russ has plenty of gas left in the tank uh again big huge Russ fan man and I thought I think he still plays at an MVP caliber caliber level uh so to see him go somewhere else that would kind of be messed up honestly after what he's done for that organization yeah definitely agree with you on that but we got one last question, man. With the running back uh, champion uh, gone, basically, for the year, who do you think is next up? Uh, we got Jonathan Taylor. You got Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, Zeke. Um, Christian McCaffrey is back. You got Dalvin Cook. Who do you think is going to take it, man? Um, honestly, I think uh, the, the back that I got to give it to this year um, is Jonathan Taylor. A hundred percent. JT, man, we were huge fans of JT coming into the season as we were last year. Um, just a great, great second year he's having. I mean, he's he's really balling out uh, for Indianapolis, man. I think he's got like 
eight touchdowns straight, nine touchdowns straight in, in the past, like, seven games. It's just ridiculous. He's playing at an extremely high level for his age, man. He's having a great, great sophomore season. Um, I think, you know, with Derrick Henry out now, the game changes a little bit. I think, I, I really think it's impressive at the fact that Henry's leading the league still in yards. But, again, we know he's a freak. He's not from this planet. Um, the dude's, like, you know, 6'6", six, six, fucking, like, 300 pounds of muscle uh, running through people. Uh, on a weekly basis before he got hurt. But um, I don't know, man. I, I really, I really, really am impressed with Zeke this year. I, he's having the year that I really thought he was going to bounce back with. Um, you know, I, I heard all the slander, but, you know, he, he really hasn't went anywhere. He's been a top five and back. That's what I wanted to touch up on. It's funny you bring that up, man. You know, we're big, big, big Zeke fans over here. And we were talking our shit. Around week four-ish, man. I want to know what happened ever since. I mean, so on week four, he had 20 attempts for 143 yards. The next week, week five, he had 21 attempts for 110 yards. And then the next four weeks, man, 69 yards, 50 yards, 51 yards, and then 41 yards. I mean, are we going to see Zeke ever touch 90 again this season? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know why he went from... 21 to 17 carries to 16 carries to 10 carries. But that I, I also feel like there that also has to do with, again, last week uh, being trailing. You weren't going to see him run the ball, obviously. In games like that against the Broncos where they had the lead on us, uh, you're, you know, you're trying to pass to get catch up. Uh, but I, I don't I don't worry about that, man. I really think Zeke's, just about Zeke's sake. Like, do you think like. Do you think he has a shot? We will see a twenty carry game, hundred plus yards. Where that, that's I, what I was getting. hundred percent. There's not. There's not a doubt in my mind. Uh, Zeke is in great shape this season compared to the last two years. Um, he's bounced back. He's proven the fact that still, even him being quiet the past two weeks, which I'm aware of, um, his carries have been lessened tremendously, almost cut in half compared to the first four weeks. And that's why you're seeing some of that. But again, they're passing a lot more uh, the past few weeks, trailing and other, and and such. But I'm not absolutely. I'm absolutely not worried about it. He's still in the top five right now. I think he's number four, uh, if I'm correct, right now in the league. Uh, and, and again, and him, we're talking about him having down weeks the past four weeks, and he's still a top five back in the league. Uh, and, and it's the whole package he brings. It's not just him running the ball. It's not him running through people. It's also the blocking he picks up uh, on Dak's touchdown yesterday. On. Uh, to CD Lamb, he picked up a huge block coming in from the blitz that Zach Dak would have got lit up. Zeke literally sacrificed it, put his body in front of him, and that's why Zeke is such a great back. He com- comes with a complete package. He could catch in the backfield. He can block in the back. You know, he he does everything, and that's why I love this guy. Uh, and I still think he's a top back in the league. And we will definitely see another hundred yard game, if not multiple, for the rest of the year. Now, before we go, I got one last question for you. Who will finish with more rushing yards, Najee Harris or Ezekiel Elliott? Najee currently has 646. Zeke currently has 663. We're talking like 20, 20 difference. <laughs> yeah, no. 20-yard uh, difference. I think it's going to be really tight. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Najee Harris. You know, coming into this season, Najee, I was really hoping y'all would gra- grab him. I, I was saying that to you almost every week uh, leading up to the draft. I want Najee to end up on the Steelers. He did, and I love Najee Harris, man. And what did I tell you? He reminds me of Zeke 
rookie year. Uh, the way he plays reminds me of a Zeke-esque. He could catch the ball and run, just like as we've seen Zeke come in and do in 2016. He could block. He can run through people. Uh, you're getting the full, complete package with a guy like Najee Harris as well. But, you know, I'm going to have to be biased in Rocky Ezekiel Elliott, obviously, over Najee, just because that's my guy. <laughs> nah, I appreciate the bias, but no, nah, I think not. I think I got the statistics to back it up. I just think we run a lot more. I, I there's yeah, no, I mean, it's not fair sense. to Zeke. Honestly. I think Najee's gonna blow him out the water. Especially, I think with- Zeke is gonna continue. It's, it pains me to say this, bro, but I think you guys win the most when you guys are passing the most. So, I think Zeke's gonna stay around fourteen to sixteen carries. I don't think we're gonna get another twenty carry game. I think if that case, they're going to split it with him and Pollard if you guys are up big. Shit like that. I, I just, it's very hard for me to see another 20 carry game from Zeke when you guys are rolling when he's under 14. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Um, I, I I think they do have success when Zeke runs the ball, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I do think we'll see another 100 yard game, but again, we'll have to let the rest of the season play out. I think we got, yeah, we got the Chiefs coming up this week. Definitely looking forward to that. Who do the Steelers have coming up? Uh, the Chargers. Sunday Chargers, night. Nice. Um, is Ben Ben's gonna be out for what? Yeah, there's a lot of it. Juju's out. T.J. Watt's coming back, but we also had another injury. Joe Hayden's like day to day. It's just so many injuries in the NFL. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Uh, all the injuries that that occur. Um, but I believe that's all for this week. Uh, we are running out of time here, unfortunately. But. We got into a little bit of everything for the first week back. We were off last week, uh, but got into the birthdays, some new music, um, fight weekend last weekend, and we know we had to wrap it up with the NFL talk. So if you made it this far, appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. Keep looking at the page for the polls, for the content. You know we post it every day, and appreciate y'all for the love and support as always. Peace. Peace.